The Con Guy Show, the official program of theconguy.com, is heard on the We Be Geeks Collective and on Sci-Fi.Radio. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. In the Cosmic Pizza Podcast, your pizza delivery guys, Dan, Sean and Paul, serve you a slice of life. We talk to women in comedy, voice actors, film directors and producers, authors. We also talk about conspiracy theories, the Muppets, our top three films of the decades, famous people we confuse with each other, and our favourite stand-up comedians. We have recast Star Trek the Original Series and Babylon 5, and created our alternative superheroes. But most of all, we have had so much fun doing it every two weeks. Two weeks! The Cosmic Pizza Podcast is not about the cosmos or about pizza. We're the Con Guys, and this is the Con Guys Show, coming to you straight from the nerdy heart of Hollywood, California. And this is Jim with theconguy.com. She's been here with theconguy.com. Katie here, aka the Con Girl. Zordon did not want five teenagers with attitude. My name is Derek Sam. I'm Danae Sams, and that's my brother. We are your home for news, opinions, and interviews from the world of Comic-Cons and fandoms, your ultimate insiders for all things I love the ending. And I made it up. I, you got to see. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to the Con Guys show for our annual deep dive into the San Diego Comic-Con panel list. There's a lot to get to tonight, and we have promised each other we're not going to make you suffer through too much of this. My name is Jim, James D. Fry on Instagram. Who else do we have with me tonight up here in the, right there? Hey everybody, it's me, old buddy Ben. Uh, and uh, the two takeaways that I uh, took from Thor, Love and Thunder oh. uh, is that, no, you don't have, it's no spoilers, okay. but the two takeaways that I took, uh, two very important takeaways, uh, Tessa Thompson and Natalie Portman are very attractive. And I'm That's two. That's two. And I agree. <laughs> he just said it as one. All right, who else do we have with us tonight? Wait, wait, Ben, did you introduce yourself? Yeah, I said I'm old buddy Ben. Blah, 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 blah. Old buddy Ben. All right. What's more important is who we've got down here in the window below. That's right. Uh, it's me, KT, aka Katie underscore Christine, a longtime con girl. But you know, we've we've branched out, we've expanded. So joining me tonight is <laughs> introduce yourself. <laughs> I thought you were gonna introduce me. No. The way you did that. I'm Emily. I'm the other con girl. My Instagram stuff is at mgibsongirl, and I'm super nerdy as well. I think this is like one of my first times on the con guy show, though. Oh yeah, that's right. You've been kind of like uh, one of the main folks on the con girls for a bit. You, yeah. Like my Katie camera's is... freaking out. Sorry. <laughs> but Katie is a. Uh, graciously invited you over tonight we do have um the samblings are are, are absent tonight they they're having to poor danae she's sick and derek his sick the kids are sick so they're not gonna be able to join us tonight luke is vacationing in somewhere in the midwest so he's home he's either in virginia or ohio i never know where he's at he was in ohio <laughs> i know but he, he gets around when he's up there he went to pittsburgh for a wedding so I, I don't really know where Luke's at, but we have a special um, treat tonight. 
in just a few minutes, Carrie Lane, who um, was a regular host here on the show for so many years, and she got a real job at a television news station. She's going to be joining us shortly. But a real job. A real job, I know. (laughs) I got to just say, I got to ask you guys right now, how are you feeling? We got one week until Comic-Con week. I am so excited. I'm just ready. (laughs) I am too. I'm, I'm stoked. Oh, go ahead, Katie. Sorry. I'm excited. Excited to not be working for a week. I'm excited to go back down to San Diego. But I really feel like I peaked in 2019 Comic-Con. <laughs> and so I'm a little worried that it won't compare to that. Yeah. Well, 2019 was a peak year in many ways. It was the, yeah. you know, it was Avengers Endgame, the, which is the, you know, the end of the big Marvel. I, I personally think that Comic-Con rose tremendously like exponentially Exponentially. that's the word i'm looking for i was almost said expeditiously but i'm like don't even know what that word means but exponentially starting like 2008 2009 when iron man hit and then it went through 2019 and it's kind of like you can trace the explosion okay it's been around for over 50 years folks but the explosion of popularity when you couldn't get tickets anymore probably started with marvel also 2019 was the end of um Rise of Skywalker was the end of the Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. It was also the end of Game of Thrones. 2019 was a giant year for Comic Con. Oh, well, yeah, then, Supernatural. Yeah. And then it was the end of the world after that. So oh, this is, we're being kind of selfish here, I guess. But <laughs> no, but I agree with you, Katie. It's going to be hard. Like 2019 is kind of a banner year. It's like a, let's hope it's at least a plateau and not a peak, you know, where we fall off the other side. But I've taken a look at the calendar. I mean, the schedule I know you guys have, and we are packed. We have so much to talk about. And let me just say hello. Comments, comments, comments here. Hey, Jonathan, nice to see you. It's the Cotton Guy Show. Yes, it is. All right. But first, the first things first, this week, oh, I do have to say this too. Ben was talking about how much he loves our, our Ben made our, our promo or at the beginning, you know, with Thank the world up. If you guys haven't had a chance, make sure you check out the podcast that is out right now with, it was myself and Derek and Tom Parham. Tom Parham wrote his doctoral thesis on Star Trek. So it, he's kind of like an expert in the field, but we have this really great podcast out right now that is celebrating the 40th anniversary of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, which is kind of like the Star Trek movie, which saved the franchise. And it is all part of our summer of 1982. We here at the Con Guy are celebrating the summer of 1982. And if you look at the Comic-Con schedule, you'll see there are so many other people that are celebrating this as well. So you'll, if you see these t-shirts um, down at Comic-Con, come up and say hello to us. We might even have a few extra t-shirts if you want to snag one from us. But we will be looking for you guys down there. And we are celebrating the summer of 82 this year. And let me just pull this back up. We already have our podcast out celebrating Star Trek 2. We're going to be also um, celebrating Poltergeist with uh, Sean, who actually has the clown from the original movie Poltergeist, which is kind of a cool thing. We'll, and then looking here at ni- 1982, Blade Runner, um, Friday the 13th Part 3, the very first time we saw The Mask, E.T., Rocky 3, Conan the Barbarian, Tron, and The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. So that's something we'll be looking at, and you'll be seeing a lot of more of that down at San Diego Comic-Con. But right now, before we jump into the panel, I just want to talk about this real quick. The pre-Comic-Con bash, if you are in the L.A. area, 
Um, you are all invited to come to the pre-Comic-Con Bass, which is being hosted by Infolist.com and Jeffrey R. Gunn. After a pandemic-era absence, the biggest pre-Comic-Con party in Southern California is back. And so a lot of us has, have been to this before. It's been in different locations. This year is going to be over in Hollywood at the... Anyways, just like... I've never heard of that one, Jim. I know. Go do the guy.com. I meant to pull up the exact... Club Ace. So I'll pull that up. Hello, Lily. Sorry, guys. I'm I'm having to. There we go. Get rid of get rid of that so we can see your lovely faces again. If you have any questions, if you want to attend, if you're in the LA area and you want to get your Comic Con vibes going a little bit early this Thursday, um, which is the 14th of July. Over in Hollywood, there's a great big pre-Comic-Con party being hosted by InfoList. You can either go to our pod, our website at theconguy.com or infolist.com for more information. Everybody's invited. And it's going to have all kinds of um, actors and writers and artists and, you know, movie directors. It's a, it's a really cool thing. So um, I think a lot of us here on this show will be attending. And we're taking some of our Power Ranger friends with us to, as well. Brad's going to be joining us, and it's going to just be a lot of fun. All right, guys. So let's talk about the panel. I just want to you know real quick because we got to dive in. But, like, Ben, what was your overall impression of the panel? We've been gone for three years. First year back, a lot of people were apprehensive about what we were going to get. What? What's your, your overall impression? Well, um, let me tell you something real quick, little short story about me. I didn't go to Comic-Con in 2019. Uh, my wife and I got married in May of 2019, and uh, we thought that was our big event for the year. We're not going to spend the money on Comic-Con. We'll go next year in 2020 when it happens again, because obviously Comic-Con will happen every year. And uh, obviously that did not happen. So uh, we did uh, have, uh, I, I had badges for 2020. Uh, they rolled over twice now. Uh, and so uh, I'm going this year and uh, it's actually turned out to be a lot more because um, the, uh, the the dogs are scratching on my office door. Um, the <laughs> we've got a ton of stuff happening as I was looking over the, the list for uh, all the panels and all the events and everything that's happening. Uh, I just I, I was like, right. I was making notes of like everything that I thought sounded really interesting that I want to talk about on the show. And by the time I got to about Saturday night. My eyeballs rolled into the back of my head and I tasted <laughs> blood and I it's it's so jam packed. I don't think we necessarily need to worry about, oh, is this going to be a letdown? I, I think it's just, you know, 2019 apparently was a great year for Comic-Con. Um, we've missed it for two years and everybody's coming back. They want to come back. They want to talk about what they've been working on, what they're going to be working on, what they want to be presenting. You've got the big giant hall H panels that are going to be talking about exciting new stuff. Plus you've got a lot of creators, independent creators, comic book artists, writers, uh, comic book publishing companies that are there showing off all their stuff. The pandemic was an incredible time for, for comic books. Uh, because you know, what, what else could we do besides sit home and watch stuff on TV and, and read, uh, in a lot of cases. So there is a, a, an incredibly large amount of comic book specific, uh, uh, programs, panels, entertainment, and, uh, promotions that are happening at Comic-Con this year, more than I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, Katie was saying the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, before the show started, we were just talking about it. And Katie was saying, this is the most comic book based stuff I've seen at Comic-Con, which is kind of a weird thing to say. But, um, you know, per capita, compared to everything else, the the number or the amount of comic book specific material that's being presented at the show this year is very high compared to when when, you know, as uh, Jim was saying, 2008 Iron Man comes out the comic book uh, convention culture kind of explodes. Comic-Con becomes huge and, and super popular. That was very much driven by the release of the comic book films, but to come back and see a lot of people doing independent, um, you know, smaller publishers, and of course the big two DC and Marvel um, bringing out a lot of stuff for comic book based uh, yep. material. So stoked to see that. Katie, Emily, how'd you guys feel about the panel? I mean, the, the schedule. I was a little underwhelmed. Sorry, guys, oh. my camera is like it's fine. Not, not <laughs> liking to focus right now for some dumb reason. I think it's because it's trying to focus on both of you, and so no, I think it's a lighting thing. Oh, okay. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. All right. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I've never had issues. I am plugged into a different computer. Maybe that's why. Anyway, uh, sorry, y'all. If you're watching, um, I might have to turn off those lights in the back. I think it might be trying to focus on those. Um. But I was a little underwhelmed, but I think that's mainly just because we're used to all these major studios bringing their A-game. And now due to all these different conventions, like, you know, um, D23, Star Wars Celebration, all these other ones, and the abundance of streaming, uh, we're kind of like not getting those big appearances. Now, on one hand, it's a bummer, but on another hand, it's a lot easier to plan and go to other things um, because usually you're like, I need to be there for this big panel. And it, it can take a lot of time out of your day. You can't do offsites. You can't do all these things if you're stuck in Hall H all day. So with second looks though, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna try to go through this and read through the schedule more and it got better. It's just so hard to view all of the schedule because they don't have the descriptions on the page with the schedule. So it's a little bit harder because you have to like click on it and exit it. And sometimes the site's wonky and it's like. That's why you got to have a really snazzy title for your panel. Something, for example, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let me make something up. It's Morphin Time. Maybe something mm -hmm. like that would be a good title for a panel. Hey, Ben, yeah. do you have that panel description in front of you? Do <laughs> I? If you don't, I do because... I am so excited. The panel descriptions came out Sunday and arrangements with San Diego Comic-Con is that until the panel descriptions come out, the official schedule, you're not really supposed to make the full announcement about your times and locations and whatnot. But I am extremely excited about this year's uh, panel that Ben will be moderating for us. Ben, you want to tell us about it? Yeah, let's, uh, well, let me let me just look at our little blurb here that we got. So the panel is called It's Morphin' Time. The Power Rangers celebrate 29 years. Uh, it is Sunday, July 24, 2022. Make sure that that's the year you're going. That's an important part of that. That's at 2.45 p.m. It's a one-hour panel. It's in room 5AB. That's in the convention center. Uh, and basically our description that we put out there was the Power Rangers from multiple seasons come together to celebrate 29 years of morphin time that's campy energetic and often over the top the power rangers tv series launched in 1993 and quickly exploded into a worldwide 
multimedia franchise that endures to this day. Come celebrate nearly three decades of superhero action with some of your favorite actors from the series, including Abraham Rodriguez from Beast Morphers, friend of the show, Cameron Gibo and Ciara Hanna, uh, Super Megaforce, also friends of the show, Roger Velasco, Power Rangers in Space, who was at our panel in uh, at WonderCon in Anaheim, now a new friend of the show, yep. and uh, a couple of new names on here, Dwayne Cameron from Operation Overdrive. I don't think I've talked to him before, have I? No. No, the, uh, he's brand then, new. Yeah, Davi Santos and Brendan Mejia, also friends of the show. They're from Dino Charge. Peter Andrew, uh, Peter Adrian Sudarso from Ninja Steel, new friend of the show, hopefully, I'm sure, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and more. And it is hosted uh, by some guy named Ben Cleaver. I don't, I don't know if you've ever heard of him or not, but he's the next big thing. I also uh, want to put in Allison Kipperman Sullivan from Wild Force will also be joining us. And there's a chance that we might have one or two more. It's a big panel this year. So it's, Ben's got some uh, moderating chops he's got to be <laughs> putting to use here. I have to wrangle it in, you know. Gotta, uh, yeah. I'll try to give them some some stage time, but you never know. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I've got my work cut out for me because I, I, I do want to be more prepared, especially with the Rangers I've never met before. When we went to WonderCon, I knew all of them already. And yeah. so... <laughs> Kind of had a good time like chatting and now there's a few on there there's a couple of wild cards that we threw on there this time for san diego so yeah. i'm excited about that um and uh but you know it's always a good time the power rangers fans always come out in full force speaking of i do want to say hi uh to a power ranger fan who has reached out to me uh general gilman and i have been messaging on instagram regarding power rangers uh and uh He's got a, a, a lot of uh, cool ideas and a lot of uh, fun, um, just Power Ranger passion uh, mm -hmm. for the actors in the series uh, and, uh, you know, wants to get involved with conventions and that type of thing. So cool. uh, he's we've been chatting about that. So uh, it's a lot of fun. So hi. Uh, I salute you, General. That's and awesome. A, a General Gilman getting involved with the conventions. I have one other panel I just want to call out real quick, and then we'll jump into the days. On Sunday, I will be a, a guest on, this is my probably fourth or fifth time on this panel, how to have a full-time creative career on a part-time schedule. Sunday from 4 to 5 in room 24 ABC. It's a group of professionals who have full-time jobs and are transitioning into full-time creative jobs. Um, Ron Coleman, he's a PhD, molecular geneticist and comics writer. I love it. I think Is he the one that does Drunk Jedi? No. Yes, maybe. I don't know. Something like that. Um, Sean Glumis, he's a comic book letterer and also with uh, Adobe now. Um, Rena Wolzinger, she's an she's she's a chief learning officer at EON Reality Incorporated. She's also a composer, owner of Renzone Music. Stephen Burns, who we had on the show a couple weeks back, he's a Photoshop digital artist, author, and lecturer. And of course, Topher Davila, who is an art director at geekdomware.com and an illustrator he's putting it all together for us. So come see us Sunday from 4 to 5, room 24 ABC, Wednesday. Let's jump into Wednesday. We are going to go through the panel list and we are going to break it down by the days. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There's a lot going on. You can find most of these panels either in the convention center, the Marriott Marquis, Hilton Bayfront Indigo Room, it's also in the Omni. I never realized we had panels in the Omni before. Um, the library is having some panels, and plus there's a theater near there where a couple of small, smaller screenings are happening. All right, Wednesday. What is different about Wednesday this year, preview night, Katie? There's not much 
Yep. 80s? That's right. Uh, Warner yeah. Brothers has kind of pulled back in a yeah. giant way. Yeah. That's what Emily was going to say when you asked her about reactions for the panels oh, earlier. Okay. She was like, where's all the CW... Yep. WB presence because yeah. they don't have much. I didn't see anything with like the Flash or Legends of Tomorrow. I don't even know what's up there anymore. Yeah. But they have Riverdale final season. No, it got canceled. It's not on programming. Oh, are you serious? I it's not oh. on programming. I think it was supposed to be Sunday morning because there's a big gap in Sunday. I know Sunday is kind of like a, a, a gaping hole yeah. right now. But yeah, that's what's different with Wednesday is Wednesday there's usually like where they show pilots, uh upcoming pilots specifically mm -hmm. for WB. Uh, this year, they're doing some movie screenings, uh, and that's it. They're doing, uh, there's always the anime film festival that goes on uh, every year. And then at 6 p.m., they're doing a Dark Crystal screening, which Dark Crystal has a huge fan base, like a yep. cult following. Mm -hmm. 40 so years, sure. guys. 40 years, 1982. And then again, um, because of 40 years for Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan, yep. uh, and Blade Runner. So those are all going to be at the Marriott Marquis. Marriott is an awesome place for them to have programming. For those of you who have been to Comic-Con and haven't gone over there, they have a really good setup over there for all sorts of stuff. So, and it's kind of a little bit away from the convention center. I mean, it's next to it, but like, there's not as much traffic because it's not directly in the convention center. Yeah. So uh, I'd say, I mean, Emily and I plan on going shopping that night, like going on the floor <laughs> before it gets too busy. But um, yeah, that's the, that's, that's kind of the difference with preview night this year. That's so. time to do it. There's the yeah. time to do it. I the center on Wednesday night. Yeah, I got some Bob's Burger stuff I need to buy. <laughs> and did you see anything Wednesday night that caught your attention before we jump into Thursday? No, she pretty much covered it all. I was going to talk about the Dark Crystal and Rathacon, and that's she covered it. So nice, nice, nice. All right. So um, I will take Thursday Hall 8. So what we're going to do is we're going to jump in. We're going to split it up by the days. But we the, we have to make sure we call out Hall 8 because that's kind of like the marquee, the big bombastic um, presentations that are happening. I think Saturday is a monumental day for Hall H. Thursday's a little bit smaller, or, or Sunday is kind of a whole. I, I agree with you, Katie. I think Sunday, yeah. I was kind of hoping because Rob McElhaney is coming with Mythic Quest that he would be, I, that they would bring his buddies from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I remember like eight years ago, they had that panel on Sunday morning. And it was the funniest thing I ever saw. All right, <laughs> Thursday. What's that? I wonder if it's too late or if they'll add something. Well, I they might add it. I remember they added um the Pokemon panel. It was in a smaller panel, moved to a yeah. big panel. Yeah. So in Hall H right now on Thursday, starting at noon to one, the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves from Paramount Pictures is coming. They also have an off-site, which is kind of cool. 1.30 to 2.30, Teen Wolf the movie. It's um, going to have some of the cast. There's one particular cast member who's not listed so I, that they might depress the crowd a little bit what's i what's his name dylan michael j fox oh wait the main, the main one dylan o'brien dylan o'brien is not listed as showing he's up the main, he's the main star and he's not and speaking of teen wolf hey ben let's go <laughs> yeah, and I like, love it. like just a side note i was a little upset that the descriptions are vague yeah. they aren't putting like anything oh well, sorry dog's freaking out um no. Go get the dog. Bring, bring her on the show. Bring Kylie. Like, like they're they're being really vague. Like some of them, you're like, it's awful. I just made such a terrible mistake, and I am so sorry. No, it's fine. Okay. All right. Oh wait, wait. Dylan will be there, says Brad. Okay, I don't know how you bring that panel without him. He Ooh. wasn't listed, but if 
by the way, thank you for jumping in, Brad. Brad kind of knows a, lo a lot of the folks from that world that are going to be showing up. So that's kind of cool to know. Um, but I agree with you, Kate. It would be kind of weird to bring that and have the movie. I don't even know if he's in the movie, though. Was he? Is Michael J. Fox in it? That's the question. All right. Three o'clock to four o'clock. <laughs> Masters of the Universe. Um, and this one is getting under the, this is kind of cool, but kind of getting under the feathers of some people. I think this is going to be a big panel. Um, Masters of the Universe hosted by Kevin Smith. Um, we know that Dolph Lundgren's going to be there. Mr. Uh, He-Man himself from the back in the day He-Man movie. Um, we'll see who else is there to celebrate the uh, the world of Masters of the Universe. 4.30 to 5.30, Shatner on Shatner. There is a documentary coming out about William Shatner. And Kevin, Kevin Smith's going to be there kind of moderating this panel. Kevin Smith has a busy Hall H schedule this time, which is crazy. It's not really All surprising. Right. That is it for Hall H. Those are the big ones. Katie, I'm going to throw it over to you mm -hmm. and why don't you tell me some of the panels that are sticking out for you on Thursday? On Thursday? Oh, on Thursday <laughs> right, Dolph is coming as Kevin's bodyguard. <laughs> All right. Uh, on Thursday, there's not a lot for me that I was interested in. Um, mostly the Her Universe fashion show is going to be back on Thursday night. Uh, if you guys haven't been before, it is pretty awesome. You can watch it in the ballroom. It's at the ballroom in the Grand Hyatt. Uh, and it's at six o'clock in the evening. Um, but they also have it screening, I believe, in other places as well, if you're not in that room, because it does fill up. Um, but it's her universe. Ashley Eckstein is, Eckstein is always the host because she is the uh, founder of her universe. And uh, the winners get to design a line for Hot Topic. Fantastic. So it's really fun. It's geek chic would be the word to describe it. It's couture fashion with a nerd lean it's amazing um, and these these women and now they're actually open to all genders it is not just a women um, anymore that are modeling i believe this will be the first time that we actually can see um, models of any gender on the runway if i remember correctly from That's when fantastic. they opened submissions so um branching out because they have branched branched out from just being a women's clothing company now um and they put hundreds of hours into these outfits and it's beautiful and afterwards the models will be out there with the designers so you can see them up close and they're just we went in 2019 i think yeah um and 2018 and just it's amazing they're gorgeous and, so. can, and can you just explain real quick so these are designs that have been submitted by designers from across the country the deadline's yes. long past people cannot yes. submit anymore judging has been gone so this will they'll be presenting the winners at the her fashion so, show so they have a, a um a, you apply you submit designs and a certain amount get to go and be in the fashion show. The winners of the fashion show are announced later on after the fashion show takes place. There is a fan favorite and I believe a judge favorite. Ben, um, wait, wait, wait. Keep, 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 keep. Let's take a, wait, hold just one second, Katie. We're gonna take a, a cuteness break. Just a cuteness break. Hold on, come here, come here. Everybody, this is Indiana Bones. <laughs> I love it. I hey. love her so much. And she's <laughs> wonderful. She's our big baby. She's and so adorable. She just turned a year old. I was so honored to get kisses from her. And then. <laughs> and then. The other one there. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sabine. Oh, I love it. Sabine has one eye. I love her. And she seemed a little sassy just now. That was awesome. 
Maybe Wait. it's playtime. Yes, maybe hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> and there's mine. They were knocking on the door. I had to let them in. <laughs> With a toy and ladies and, and gentlemen, my wife, Brianna Sarpy. Always glad to see Bree. Okay, that's lively. You want to say hi on the, the dogs? Do not know it's it's podcast hour. No, they don't. Right. They don't. Care. Speaking of podcast hour, Katie, you were talking, giving us the rundown on um her fashion show. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. That was pretty much it. I mean, like I said, they they compete there and then they announce the winners. Okay. Um, one of my friends actually won. One also one of Ben and Bree's friends also won her universe fashion show a few years ago. So, who's that? Camille. Oh, okay, okay. Oh yeah, Camille. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, wait, who won? Yeah, she won. She won um, for her Harry Potter Marauders map themed dress that went when it came out. It was solid white. They pressed a button and then the Marauders map appeared on it. That was Alicia Marie body wore that, right? I don't remember who wore it. I wasn't actually at the show that year. I just know Camille designed it. Come on, baby. Get out. Come on, girl. Yeah. Out, 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 but yeah, out. it was a heat. It was a heat activated dress that a Marauders rock map appeared on it on the <laughs> Awesome. So, so uh, Katie, any more uh, any more Thursday panels spotlights for you? The only other thing I saw that would be of interest to some people, um, Emily and I just started the first season literally before the show, uh, was Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, Harley Quinn, the animated show for HBO uh, Max, is so doing good. a season three advanced screening of episodes one and two. Cool. Um, at 10 p.m. I think that's the, is that the first screening or the second? Oh, yeah, it's the first uh, screening, yeah. Person, but I don't know for sure. I love it that they go so late. That, that's kind of great. It's very adult, so it's appropriate. Yeah, for it to be screened at 10 p.m. That Emily, what it has to be because it's very mature. Well, yeah. I mean, even the first episode, they were dropping some f bombs, and I was like, "Yep, that that pans out for DC." <laughs> Emily, what about you? Did you see anything on Thursday that kind of stands out that grabs your attention? Uh, probably the same stuff Katie did. Her her fashion. The, the, her universe fashion show, Harley Quinn. Honestly, the stuff I'm what the stuff I'm interested in is in, on Friday. So, okay, Ben, what about you? Well, if I may, can I do a quick rundown of all the uh, panels of interest that I took note on? All right, Before here we go. I had an aneurysm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So, how do we want to do this? Do you just want me to cover Thursday, or should I do everything from the whole weekend? <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Let's just do Thursday. Can you just okay, do Thursday? So, Thursday. Here's some panels that stood out to me, just because I like to see. Uh, I, I, I like to cast a wide net uh, as far as who's going to be able to come and see these panels and get something out of them. Uh, so you'll see a lot of variety in what I'm, I'm looking at. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to make it to all these. Um, just because so many of them happen at the same time. Uh, I'll do it fast like uh, we did back in the old day when I did, uh, what was it, three-minute nerd news. We need to uh, bring that back. That was the best. We All do. Right. We do. I'll, I'll, we'll do it soon. We'll do it okay. soon. So Thursday, SDCC 2022, 10 a.m., disability representation on and off screen, room 6A. Also at 10 a.m., how to support LGBTQIA plus and neurodiverse communities through comic books and pop culture. That's in the Helen Price Reading Room at the San Diego Central Library. 10 a.m., Alice in Cartoon Land, which I'm actually very interested in. I've recently been reading the biography of Walt Disney. It's celebrating 100 years of Walt Disney animation from some of the earliest Walt Disney animations. The Laugh-O-Gram fairy tales follow Alice and her adventures with, cart with a cartoon world compiled from a private collection by Ray Pointer in an effort to preserve our past and bring classic animation back to the present. That's going to be incredible. I, Ooh, I, I love that. 
Uh, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., they're doing the Esports Lounge at the Pacific 19 in the Marriott Marquis. 10.30, DC's Tom Taylor and Tom King in conversation in Programs Room 4. They both uh, did a, a lot on the Batman comic series. Uh, 10.30 a.m., Dispatches for Middle Earth, The Rings of Power are coming, Program Room 6BCF. 10.45 a.m., Nathan Fillion and Nisi Nash Betts, ABC's The Rookie, and the spinoff series with Nisi Nash Betts, The Rookie Feds, which I'm super stoked for because I love uh, the rookie and I love Nisi Nash Betts. So to combine those two together is going to be awesome. She's been great on the on the show in the last season. That's in Ballroom 20. 11 a.m. Uh, this one's near and dear to my heart. Raising fan kids, teaching young geeks to be self-confident and successful. That is hosted by my personal friend Pasquale Piro and his oh. wife, also a personal friend, Alyssa Piro. Um, they are both high school teachers in San Diego County and mothers of twin daughters. Uh, and they also have I, I was on this panel uh, back in 2018. Uh, Desiree uh, Gonzalez, uh, who's a mother and educator, Sean Emmons, a middle school teacher discussing techniques and experiences that help kids grow up nerdy without negative connotation. That's also in the Helen Price reading room at the San Diego Central Library. 1130, how to break into voice acting, room 29 CD. 1135 AM, a Ghostbusters screening in the Grand Five at the Marriott. Oh, wow. Uh, a conversation with best-selling creator Scotty Young, great comic book uh, creator. That's in room 25 ABC. Noon, collecting comics A through Z, 28 DE. Noon, Comic-Con Museum, a celebration of the opening of the Comic-Con Museum. That's in room 32AB. Noon, from script to screen, behind the camera of film and TV. I didn't write down what room that was in. 1230, <laughs> lack of gender parity in geek entertainment. Uh, two friends of mine, Lindsay Rousseau and Genevieve Marie, who's a cosplayer. Lindsay Rousseau is an actress and a stunt performer. Uh, she's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, they host... Uh, they're also the hosts of the geek YouTube talk show, The Rollout. They'll be taking a deep dive into why female identifying characters continue to be underrepresented in geek entertainment. Uh, underrepresented in geek entertainment. Joining them are uh, Diana Toshiko from Captain. She's been in Captain Marvel and Westworld, and Morgana Ignis, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, and uh, Hell of a Boss. One p.m. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Hey, can we just say that um, that the Rollout is also hosted on that hashtag show YouTube channel, which Boom. is you know where we're hosted. So let's give a shout out to them as well. Shout out to that hashtag show and yep. to uh, the rollout, uh, one of our uh, partner shows on this great network that we're uh, broadcasting to you on. Uh, one that we had down in your document here, uh, Jim, 1 p.m., the Ghosts panel. If you have not watched the show Ghosts on CBS, it is freaking hilarious. <laughs> it is one of my favorite shows on TV. It's been renewed for a second season. It stars uh, Rose McIver, uh, Uktarsh Ambukar. I hope I did not uh, uh, destroy his name. Uh, but he is absolutely hysterical as well. I love Rose McIver. So uh, Carrie is here. I, I'm stoked to see Carrie. I'm going to finish this up so we can get talking. Carrie's about. here! Yay. I was like, this is Carrie a bigger square. Great. So. Oh, thank you. I know. I, I saw your pictures on social media the other day. I was like, I can't wait to talk to you. Tell it's you, more guess. vibrant. This lighting is a little whack. But um, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, let's look you. at the hair. Let's look at the hair. Yes. There it is. Here we there go. It it's oh, it's a little messy. It's very, it's much more like a bright lime green. And then this is faded a little bit. So I'll be touching that back up for Comic-Con. All, right. All right. We're going to cut over to Carrie in just one second. We're going to let Ben go ahead and finish your, your third. Thursday All right, I'm going to keep rolling. 1 p.m., Nickelodeon's Rugrats. The babies are back in 6 BCF. That's for the reboot. 1.30 p.m., Abbott Elementary class in session in the Indigo Ballroom in the Hilton Bayfront. Abbott Elementary, another show that is absolutely hysterical. Uh, 1.30 p.m., the Roddenberry panel in 24 ABC. Uh, Rod Roddenberry, the son of Gene, who uh, invented Star Trek, created Star Trek, uh, will be on that. Uh, 1.30 p.m., there's a screening of Ghostbusters Afterlife in the Grand Five at Marriott Marquis. Uh, 2 p.m., Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, The Charge to 100 and Beyond. That is the Boom Studios comics uh, panel. 
uh, with Ryan Parrott, who's written on it, a ton of other writers and artists who worked on uh, the comic book series. They are getting ready to release the 100th issue of that comic series. 315, Todd McFarlane celebrates Spawn's 30th anniversary, 6DE. <laughs> it's Morbin time, 3.50 p.m., Morbius screening <laughs> in Grand 5, Marriott Marquis. Uh, 4 p.m., diversity and inclusion in comics, TV, film, and games, what you can do. It's in the Grand 12 and 13 at the Marquee. Uh, 4.30 p.m., Shatner on Shatner, we already mentioned. 5.45 p.m., the 30th anniversary of X-Men, the animated series in uh, 6DE in the Convention Center. 5.50, a screening of The Fifth Element, one of the greatest films of all time, in the Grand Five at the Marquee. 6 p.m., for Universe Fashion Show, which we already talked about. 6.45 p.m., Attack of the Shows, Who Let Us In, in Room 6A. Uh, 10 p.m. Harley Quinn season three advanced screening. We already talked about that. 10:15 every a screening of everything everywhere all at once in the Grand Five at the Marquee. Are if you serious? In this movie, it's incredible. Carrie uh, was yeah. really singing the praises of this movie. Also, I seen it yet. if you have seen it, the two guys who fight, who have a fight with her sequence, where there's an unusual object used in an unusual way. <laughs> I interviewed them at the Comic Con special edition. So go check that out. That's over on um, Fanversation, or you can just message me at or I'll, I'll, I'll link it as a comment. But they are super cool guys. And it was funny because I had seen that they were in that movie. Like they posted, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, cool. Let's see where they're. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but if you know the scenes I'm talking about, it's like, oh, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I, it's oh, on my it's list. Yeah, they're but they're phenomenal with their stunts too. Like besides the weirdness of what the scenes are, just the fighting is just like mwah, amazing. Carrie, while we, uh, oh sorry, while you have the the, the floor, why don't you introduce yourself? To, uh, it's been a bit of time since you've been on the show with us at night. Yes, hello everybody. I was like, excuse my kitchen on my. I was just on another stream and it was a smaller window. And I'm like, well, anyways, uh, yes, uh, I host a weekly anime show uh, every Monday night at 7:30, so that's why I came in a little late for that one. Uh, that's over on Fanversation. We just went to Anime Expo, so I talked about that, but I did cover a part of Anime Expo for that hashtag show. So I was pointing at the logo that now moved. Oh, um, sorry. We'll go back. There it is. There. Yeah, so you can check that out. So I posted some of that content. Uh, but yeah, I'm going, I'm super excited to be going to Comic-Con, and it was really fun. Uh, looking forward to that. Even at Anime Expo, we're like, hey, are you going to Comic-Con? Cool. We'll be seeing, seeing different people again. It was cool. Like, I loved um, looking at all your... Oh, this is... Oh, my gosh. I just, I'll, I'm going to respond to Jake in just a second. So Carrie, um, just real quick, you're, you're, was this the first year anime, anime was Expo's back or what has yes, it been gone? Yes, because they okay. had a, an, they had one year off and then they did an anime Expo light. So that was just online. So this was the first one back in person. Overall, it was a really cool experience. It was super crowded, but it also was interesting training, getting ready for Comic-Con essentially. Yeah. Uh, mask enforcement was not there. Uh, which is interesting because for those of us who went to Comic-Con Special Edition, they were very uh, on that. Of you, If yep. you were anywhere in a public area in the convention, you had to wear masks. They were like, hey, you. Uh, Anime Expo was maybe only like 60-70% of people wore a mask. And there was nobody saying like, hey, you need to wear one. Like they posted like, hey, can you wear your Like nobody, but nobody enforced it. So it's like, yeah. okay. Uh, luckily my, uh, co-host and I, neither of us got sick, but we do know at least two people who got COVID they're doing better now, but it's a bit rough. So have your KN95 mask. I would highly recommend. And that helps a lot. 
but it's one of those you're we're all making that risk we're taking mm -hmm. it and we know but right and, uh, and, may the odds be ever in our favor that's right and comic-con is um for the sake of uh, being more safe for what would they say in the abundance of caution and they are going to have the masks this year and vaccine requirements and katie can you give us real quick you you sent you posted about it there's a, a quick there's a quick way to, to get this verified yeah so if you have you can't get tested more than 72 hours before san diego comic-con so if you're going on whatever day it is it can't be more than three days before you go uh so the earliest you can get it would be sunday night if you're going to be there on preview night uh, but they're that's doing. If you have not been vaccinated, correct, Katie? Yeah, you have not been vaccinated. <laughs> uh, they're using the Clear app. I downloaded it today, and through that app, you make an account, and you're able to upload your ver your verification of vaccination or your lab results for your lab test, and then you'll get a green check mark, which basically clears you to go to said event. Uh, so then there'll be a line at Comic Con specifically for people who have pre-registered their vaccination or testing status so that it can be an expedited process, which okay. I think is great. Um, I had to do this, I think it was for a uh, like a screening I did in LA, we had to do that and it was a green check mark. And you basically just had to show them, I have this check, I've been verified of my vaccination. Okay. And it, I think it will help, especially expedite things. Just to clarify for those of you who are watching, Katie was supposed to be holding up her phone in the, oh, they don't yeah. put a check mark on your hand. <laughs> you don't just draw one? So, yeah, they did this with uh like, oh, Mark of the Beast. Uh no, they, they did this with um uh Star Wars celebration as well, which side note, Brianna and I both got COVID after I, Star Wars celebration. Yeah, and I know it, a lot of other people who did too. So it's like it's, yeah. I'm personally uh, gonna get tested regardless, just as a abundance of caution for everybody else that I've been coming into contact yeah. with. Listen, um, I'm not dead. I didn't, neither of us had to be hospitalized, but I still would not recommend it. As, and, and I can see how, if you've got any kind of compromise in your immune system, this yeah. would be bad news. So yeah. um, I learned my lesson. We're going to be masking up at uh, Comic-Con a lot uh, more um, religiously, so to speak. And, uh, but yeah, so the, the clear system they had it at Star Wars, it's an app on the phone. Uh, if you're in California, you can look up your registration with like your social security number or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, yep, that one's an easy one to get to. And you can just take a screenshot of that bar, uh, QR code. Right. Because the, the QR code recycles. So um, mm -hmm. you take it, they scan your QR code and then they're like, oh, yeah, you've got your vaccine. Uh, or in this case, uh, in the other case, oh, yeah, you've tested negative in the last 72 hours. So you're good to go. Um, hey, do you know yeah, what this I, is? Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'd highly encourage everybody to mask up, uh, especially if you're in close quarters with uh, yeah. a lot of people. What about like the Marriott Marquis, the Hilton, the Omni, since those are hotels and the hotels are not requiring masks, in, but they are having programming in there? I'm assuming if it's as part of the event, you probably have to have okay. Yeah, I bet if it's a panel for Comic-Con, probably, the they panel. probably would be. Yeah. yeah. Like you could maybe walk through the lobby and they wouldn't say, yeah. hey, anything. But once you got to a panel, they might be like, hey. Okay. I mean, it's easier just definitely have something with you for sure. Um, and you can you can order really fun ones, too. Uh, mm -hmm. You might still have some time to do that if you want some more decorative ones besides mm -hmm. plain black ones. Jonathan um, Wilkinson said, I just recovered from COVID for the second time from last mm. week. Everything is back, thankfully, but I'm still ugly. Yeah, so everything <laughs> is back. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not fun. So, Katie, no. by Carrie, did you – we were um, – Finishing up on Thursday, did you have any panels on? You probably didn't hear all the panels. Um, 
Not Thursday, but uh, I had some anime event things that I'm like, I don't. I was messaging Katie before, and but if you haven't covered them yet, I was gonna say I don't. But they're on Saturday, Friday, and Saturday though. Okay, so. we'll do. We'll We're not do, there yet. Right, we're gonna jump to Friday, just in case. Ben didn't cover it, and if he didn't cover it, then it probably is not happening because, oh, my gosh, so many things. But also, Ballroom 2215, National Treasure, the new TV show, is going to be having their panel in there. If you guys have not seen the show Severance on Apple Plus TV, it is something everybody's talking about. They're going to have an mm -hmm. offsite, and they have a panel at 3.30, Ballroom 20, inside Severance. And then, for those of us, a little bit – well, anyways. A little bit more long in years. What's Beavis and Butthead do Comic Con 445 in Ballroom 20. One other thing that I am interested in um, that morning at 10 o'clock, the Creator Symposium. The Creator Symposium is an ongoing panel discussion series designed to explore the ways in which creatives working in comics can continue to grow and thrive in an ever changing industry. 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock, room 23 ABC, Friday. Friday is Ben. Are you going to tell us what is in Hall H on Friday? Oh, I can tell you what's in Hall H or anywhere else for that matter. Uh, so <laughs> see here, of course, one thing that I'm super excited about. Oh, really quickly, I forgot to mention 11, 10 p.m. on Thursday night. They're doing a screening of Equilibrium. Incredible sci-fi movie. If you've never seen it, that's in room four in the convention center. Anyway, at 11, 10, 11, 10 p.m. Jeez, it's awesome. They're going so late. I love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you look at the schedule, uh, like on Friday, the first things on the schedule are things that are like starting at 11.30 p.m. on Thursday night and going through till like 1 a.m. Wow. on Friday morning. Um, uh, actually, I'm sorry, real quick. There was the, there is a Crunchyroll industry panel on yeah. Thursday. Yes. All right, cool. No, but can carry real quick. That's a biggie though, right? Yeah, they are. So they merged with Funimation and so Funimation was its own streaming service and then uh, Sony bought it and it's still all kind of like so wait what happened but um yeah it's like the netflix of anime and beyond because there's it's just so much content there and so they're a big entity that if you are a fan of anime control is definitely a platform you should be looking at mm -hmm. right. and they have a lot of stuff coming up so if you're interested in like what they have in store their industry panel would be a really good one to check out oh yeah ben Oh, right. So Hall H, uh, one thing I'm super stoked about, um, this, this, uh, the theatrical version of this series was uh, hugely formative to my teen years, but 10.30 uh, a.m., The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, Prime Video's new series, that's in Hall H on Friday at 10.30. After that, 12.30, if anybody's still watching The Walking Dead, they're doing AMC's <laughs> Tales of the Walking Dead. Um, Final I'm season! No, that's a spinoff one. The first one is the spinoff one. Oh, yeah. Oh. Tales of the Walking Dead is another spinoff. Oh, uh, this one, particularly, I'm interested in. Uh, 3 p.m. in Hall H, Keanu Reeves' Berserker panel. The Immortal Saga continues uh, since its record-breaking debut last year. The Berserker comic has been thrilling readers with its story of the half-mortal, half-god warrior as he battles through the ages, seeking answers to the mystery of his endless blood-soaked existence and how to end it. It's a super uh, violent, violent comic. It's With disgustingly Reeves, you violent. Wouldn't, you wouldn't get. Never. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that was a comic created by Keanu Reeves. He and the, uh, the writers and artists uh, will be on the panel. Uh, that will be exciting. Um, 4.30 p.m., Dragon Ball Super, Superhero. 
uh, just one month prior to the theatrical release of Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Here, members of the cast and crew. So that's always fun when they bring in the cast and crew. Uh, First 20 minutes of the film as well. Oh, the yep. first 40 minutes of the film? Yeah. First 20. And you can yeah. see it a month before the, rele- the release of it, so that's a big deal, yeah. too. And I believe, uh, they said, I believe there's a giveaway, too. I don't remember exactly if they said there was a giveaway or not. Like I'm, I'm going to defer to you guys on that because I don't, uh, I'm, I'm not knowledgeable uh, in anime. Yeah, so I, I actually was shocked to see that there was an anime program in Hall H. Um, yes! Anime is so popular, <laughs> but it's always been kind of neglected at Comic-Con because Anime Expo is so close before Comic-Con and it's all there. But Dragon Ball in particular is a bigger anime amongst the casual anime viewer. I've never personally watched it, but my brother-in-law loves Dragon Ball Z. Um, so I think it's awesome that they're finally getting that little bit of diversity into Hall H. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that how the that's received. Um, yeah. Also, one other thing I was going to go off of Hall H. I know we have to get going on this, but do you guys think they're going to show an episode of The Lord of the Rings? Because it's an hour and a half panel. Yes. Probably at least a sneak peek of it. Like yeah, maybe a long panel. That is. Yeah. Long. They do have like 2,700 cast members who are yeah, listed no. to be there. <laughs> Yeah. And they're, I think they will, Katie. And then there's the giant Lord of the Rings. Wait, is there an offsite? Have they announced the offsite? Yes. yes. I think they have an offsite experience. Yes. Because that's yeah. the thing I'm press have signed up for. Yep, yep, yep. I wouldn't, I would be shocked if they don't because Amazon Prime usually has really good offsites. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I was like, wait, the other thing, too, speaking of adjacent to Dragon Ball Super. That their Crunchyroll and Toei Animation are going to have a their booth is four one three five. They're going to have a uh, inspired to include a replica of Piccolo's house as shown in the film. So that'll be part of like the experience walking around the floor, which those are always fun. That's uh, cool. Yes. So that was a big one on Friday. So yay! Well, that will be there the whole time. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ben, did you finish? The last thing in Hall H, 6 p.m. on uh, Friday is Collider's presenting the directors on directing. Tim Miller, uh, who directed a little movie called Deadpool, uh, and he's (laughs) the creator of Love, Death, and Robots. And Andrew Stanton, director of Finding Nemo, Wally, and John Carter. And Chad uh, Stahelski, uh, who's the director of the John Wick franchise. Uh, They're going to be doing a wrap back and forth. Those are some great projects. So uh, I also love it that it's like, you know, it's, it's this combination of like action, animation, you know, bringing these together and having the directors discuss it. That should be a good time. If you're interested in storytelling and filmmaking, that will be an incredible time. Did you guys notice that Andrew Stanton wrote, is it the, like the last three episodes of the Obi-Wan series? Or maybe oh. that maybe he wrote like two or three of those episodes and they were spectacular episodes. And I was like, Andrew Stanton's writing Obi-Wan? This was really great. Hey, Carrie, what about Friday? What is there anything on Friday that's standing out for you? I was like, oh, yes. So these were fun of exciting for Friday. Uh, So uh, I don't know how you pronounce it, but is it it the Rady Shack, Ratty Shack over uh, at Jacobs Park? Have any of you been over there? So it's, it's the park. So if you're at the convention center, if you go a little bit up north, there's like a park area over there. But uh, Crunchyroll and 88 Rising present a Crunchyroll Hime dance party on Friday from 7.30 to 9.30 at that park. Carrie, they're using the band shell behind the convention center. Yes. yes. So, well, the other thing with that, too. So, on Saturday, I know I'm getting a little bit ahead, but these are adjacent. Oh, sorry, sorry. So, Saturday. No, no, because I know we're on Friday, but Saturday. Um, So, Saturday at 7 p.m., same spot, the Ratty Shell at Jacob's Park. There is a Dragon Ball Z concert experience 
and it will uh, be, there's going to be a world-renowned orchestra, live vocals, and a legendary composer to create a truly immersive multimedia, one-of-a-kind curated concert experience. So I was like, what? Okay. Because they've done a, these concert true. experiences before. Yeah. yeah they've done so, the Star Wars concert back there. Remember yes. that? Yes. So it's, the, yeah. yeah, San Diego Symphony Orchestra. So This is huge. All right. So yeah, huge. there's a lot of music events too, which is exciting. That's yeah. Awesome. All right, Katie, did you have anything? Uh, Emily has one. All right. This is probably the panel I'm most excited for every year, and it's Bob's Burgers. Um, they're coming fresh off of their movie, and I think they're going to have some stuff to show from the new season, possibly. And mm -hmm. from my experience, they've always had a giveaway. They've always given out, like, a pin or a poster or something. And so I'm definitely going to be at the Bob's Burger panel. So. And that's at Indigo Ballroom, <laughs> at which, by Friday. the way, you know, we talked about Hall H and, and Ballroom 20. Indigo Ballroom is also a big, huge programming room for a lot of TV shows. Mm -hmm. So it's a good place to hang out for the day. Um, and then for me, there is the Marvel Studios TV panel in Ballroom 20. Um, I'm more interested in this than the Marvel Studios panel because the Marvel Studios panel, I have no idea what they're going to bring. Uh, but in the Marvel Studios <laughs> Ballroom 21, they're going to give us exclusive looks at X-Men 97. Marvel Zombies and What If Season 2. It is also an hour and a half panel. So I feel like there's going to be some good tidbits in that particular panel to see. Mm -hmm. um, and I'd much rather deal with the Bone 20 crowd than the Hall H crowd for Marvel. Um, and then I have to look up the description for it, but there is a new TV show coming out. Uh, and it's also an Indigo Ballroom right after Bob's Burgers called Little Demon. Um, and it has its exclusive pre series premiere and sneak peek screening and a QA. Uh, basically, it is. It says it's a movie where it's a show, animated comedy, Little Demon, where it's. I'm trying to like streamline without reading the whole thing. Danny DeVito plays Satan, and then it says 13 years after. Appropriate. It says 13 years ago, a 13 years after being impregnated by Satan, Danny DeVito, a reluctant mother, Laura Aubrey Plaza, and her Antichrist daughter. Chrissy, Lucy DeVito, attempt to live an ordinary life in Delaware, but are constantly thwarted by monstrous forces, including Satan, who yearns for custody of his daughter's soul. Uh, it's also done by uh, Dan Harmon, who Dan Harmon will be there as well. Oh, this is Dan Harmon. Amazing. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a Dan Harmon thing. It was one of those, yeah. it was one of those ones where... I, I didn't I didn't know at first, so I kind of like looked over and then I randomly like, I'm gonna click on this. It's in Indigo Ballroom, it's probably a TV show. And I'm like, Aubrey Plaza, Danny DeVito, Dan Harmon, like what's like my, my camera is freaking out. I'm calm. But that's yeah, kind of so cool that you found that because that's like a I didn't even see that panel at all. That's kind of like a hidden yeah, gem. Four o'clock. So it's right, right after, after Bob's Burgers. And then oh. another one that I found hidden and was really, really surprised by was The Walking Dead, Last Mile, The Future of Entertainment in room C, uh, CBCF. It's 545. And it's by the moderators are Yvette Nicole Brown and Felicia Day. Oh, yeah. Um, and it basically it is a story. It says, but this time the story is driven by you, the fans. And the moderators will co-moderate a discussion with massively interactive live events. So Mile uh, and a whole bunch of people from that company that will share the latest details about it and it's exclusively on Facebook. And Isn't it a, a game or is it a, is it a series or a game? 
I think it's just an inter it's an interactive thing. I don't know exactly. It didn't really be going to specifics, but it's, it's something interactive. It's going to be on Facebook. Yvette Nicole oh, Brown. I love her. Today. All the attendees receive an exclusive T-shirt. Oh, but that's right. Not only do we get Yvette Nicole Brown, but we get Felicia Nerd Day. Queen Felicia Day. So I I'm like, her. that's what I like about Comic Con. Sometimes you can see people that you love in like the most obscure random panels, and they're so much more fun than the big Hall H panels. I agree. So, but that's my Friday. Uh, also, sorry to interject there. Of um, was there? Do you guys mention the Wheel of Time for Thursday? No. Yes. Okay. Wheel of Time is a really good show. If you haven't watched that, that's over on Amazon. I have not read the book, so I cannot say like, oh, it sucks because it's not as good the books. Eh. But as someone who just watched the show, it's a really fun fantasy show. But there's going to be a panel on Thursday, four fifteen, five fifteen, room six A, and it is a Wheel of Time origins as they discuss the making of the animated digital short companion series so i'm excited because it's one of those the show ends and you're like so when do we get more so the idea of an animated companion sounds exciting all right and ben before you take off on do you have a do you have a a, a bulk do you have a, a tear oh yeah it's a okay, little me, a little shorter than thursday okay let me th throw this out there um and let me see if i get over here since we are, this is perfect, perfect. Since we are celebrating the summer of 1982. Yay! By the way, Carrie, we got a t-shirt for you. So we'll Yay! have that for you when we get there. Since we are celebrating that, the panel that I am really excited about on this day, from three to four, 1982, the greatest geek year ever in room 5AB. The same room where we're having our Power Rangers panel, by the way. Anyways, it's a... It's this is about a documentary. It's a documentary about the incredible films of 1982, featuring Ron Howard, Joe Beth Williams, Poltergeist, Roger Corman, <laughs> William Shatner, John Sales, Amy Hecker, and go Henry Winkler. Blah 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 blah. This documentary takes you back to the greatest geek year ever. I agree. Featuring exclusive clips covering movies from Blade Runner, Beastmaster, Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan, Poltergeist, Firefox. Did not like Firefox. First Blood, The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing, Tron, Dark Crystal, Fast Times to Forbidden World, and of course, Megaforce. I don't know what Megaforce was. Oh, I do know what that was. Anyways, I'm going to be there for that panel. Also, speaking of that year, 5.36.30 in room 6A, Conan the Barbarian, 40th anniversary. They didn't say that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to be there. I kind of think he won't, but boy, wouldn't it be crazy if he kind of walked in and surprised everybody. And then I'm probably not going to make it to this. I used to always go to the Lost Fans Unite with Jay and Jack. It was the Lost Podcast. They're having their 14th, is it the 14th, anniversary, 14th annual panel about Lost? I still can't get enough of Lost. Last season, notwithstanding, I still love Lost. And Ben, I don't want to steal your thunder, but are you talking about the trial in the Marriott Marquis that night from seven to eight. No, I specifically skipped over that one because I assumed Luke would be talking about that, but Luke's not here. Since Luke is out, they're having Jaws, the trial. The town of Amity is being sued by the families of shark attack victims. Was the medical examiner right to change Watkins' cause of death to a boating accident? It's a bunch of attorneys and they're going to debate. All right, Ben, what do you have? All right, so here are some that stood out to me that uh, if uh, any of our listeners or viewers who will be there uh, are interested in, I hope I can provide you with a, a scattershot of various interesting things. 10.30 uh, a.m. on Friday, across the universe and your screens, the Star Trek experience in room 29 CD. I'm very excited for that. 
Uh, 11 a.m. Cosplay Makeup 101 in uh, the Marriott Marquis Grand uh, 10 and 11. That's actually a few of my close friends who are uh, hosting that. Uh, also at 11 a.m., Rob Liefeld is going to record a live podcast, a live episode of his podcast, Robservations, uh, in 7AB. Also at 11 a.m., the new face of Jewish comics. Uh, that's in 28DE. Thought that sounded really interesting. 11 a.m., women, uh, women of the Hollywood Art Department in Room 9. 11.15 a.m., Spotlight on Scott Snyder, great comic book writer, 6DE. Uh, uh, sorry, not Scott Snyder. Um, uh, yeah, Scott Snyder. He is the comic book writer. I thought I said Zack Snyder, but it's Scott. Uh, 11.30 a.m., Comics for Ukraine in Room 10. Uh, sounds yes. like a great cause. Uh, 11.45 a.m., Spotlight on Frank Miller, another great Batman uh, comic book writer. That's in Room 6A. Noon, How to Work in Costumes for Film and TV in Room 9. Katie, How to Work in Costumes for Film and TV <laughs> in Room 9. Noon, Star Wars and Fandom, The Early Days in Room 7AB. That's actually going to be moderated or hosted by uh, the, the original uh, Lucasfilm fan outreach director. Uh, which I'm kind of excited about for that. Um, is that who? PM. Do you know who that is? I can't remember his name. I didn't write his name down. Sansweet. Uh, what? His last name Sansweet, I think. I know it might him. be. Um, yeah. Oh, nice. Um, 12.30 p.m. celebrating 100 years of Charles Scholes. Oh, yes, I didn't know that. Celebrating 100 years of Charles Scholes. I knew I had to bring that up for you, Jim. Oh. Uh, 12, uh, 12.30 p.m. Gotham. Uh, in, a, in a town like Gotham, it takes the bravest heroes to keep the city safe from some of the worst villains and crime. Panelists dive deep into some of the heroes, antiheroes, and supervillains that make Gotham the wildest city in all of comics. DC executive editor Ben Abernathy moderates a discussion with Rom V, Sean Gordon Murphy, uh, Teeny Howard, and Juck. And that's just his name, Juck. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's actually does great work, too. Um, 1 p.m. How to succeed on Kickstarter in room 32 AB might be an interesting panel to go see. 1 p.m. Creators assemble community camaraderie, a networking opportunity in the Marina D room in the Grand uh, in the Marriott Marquis. 1:20 p.m. A screening of The Rocketeer uh, in the Marquis in the Grand Five. 1:30 p.m. Anniversary too. That was mm, crazy. Yeah. That's uh, that's a 30th anniversary. Oh, don't want to age uh, it. Don't give uh, don't age the it. Comic the comic book came out 40 years ago. The movie came out 30 years ago. Cool, cool. Um, 1.30 p.m., The Slaughterverse, the world of Something is Killing the Children, uh, an incredible uh, comic book series written by um, uh, 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 Tynan, James Tynan, uh, and uh, it's, it's one of the most successful books out there uh, published by Boom Studios. Um, 3 p.m., Help, I'm Lost in a Sea of Content. This one will feature friend of the show Tony Kim, uh, that will be in the Marquis Grand uh, 10 and 11 rooms. 7 p.m., the science behind monsters, vampires, werewolves, zombies, and more. That's in the Marquis in Grand 12 and 13. 8 p.m., uh, the Will Eisner Comic Industry Awards. That's in the Indigo Ballroom. I believe that's invite only. Uh, but uh, 8.30 p.m., Klingon Lifestyles, a fandom play <laughs> in 5AB. So apparently this group has been doing fan made star trek based plays at comic-con for something like 20 30 years and this year it is klingon lifestyles and apparently it's somewhat soap opery i don't know if it's going to be in uh the klingon language but uh that sounded fun to me that's, <laughs> that's unique that's for sure yeah. Yeah. yeah right um can i mention one more thing we didn't mention real quick? yes yeah before we move on um because this is the panel i've been to in the past i really love it 
um, even though Entertainment Weekly is no more, I heard. Well, they're, um, they're they, online only. Okay, online only. Okay. Uh, they are doing some panels, and they are always really good. This is one of the ones I was upset that they have no description in who's going to be there. Because these are the ones where sometimes there are some big actors and actresses uh, and people in them that you wouldn't see elsewhere. Um, and it is the Ballroom 20, 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock, Entertainment Weekly, Brave Warriors. It's actually yeah. Brave Warriors this year, not Brave New Warriors, but it was formerly Brave New Warriors. Um, and it basically says they may be fighters on screen, but that doesn't mean they're not lovers of the craft. A panel of actors discuss the thrill of playing iconic characters. Uh, in the, my first year at Comic-Con, Matt Smith was on this panel. Um, I've seen um, Stephen Yoon was in the panel. Mm -hmm. um, Anything, but we've seen a lot. Kit Harrington, like those, those people have all been in this panel at one time, um, and they're great. Um, so it's definitely one to check out, especially if you want to see some of those bigger actors there. Since it says no, since it's not new warriors, I'm thinking it might be because they haven't been there for two years. This could just be anybody that they could find. Peter, you brought up a good point, I didn't, and I was going to make this earlier. You said that it's the some of the descriptions are kind of vague. Yeah. Just so you guys know, because we have a panel that you know we're putting out that we're bringing the um with the Power Rangers, and from what I under from what our communications with them has been, uh, there is some vagueness in the panels because a lot of these panels, the actors and the guests aren't going to be finalized until the week, like next week. Yeah. So which I figured, but it's yeah. just it's kind of. Annoying. You'll have the book. So th what yeah. that means, though, is you're going to get the book, but make sure you are paying attention to the daily updates that's going to be yeah. online because yeah. there are panels that will be added. Guests will be added. Guests will fall off. Panels will cancel. It's And plus, you know, it, it, we're in co we're still in the, the, the lagging days of COVID. So if someone is comfortable mm -hmm. coming or somebody may be sick or something. So yeah. make sure you're checking out daily the yeah. updates. Um, the printed book. I know that our printed description does not include everybody on our panel because it, it, they were due like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So to your point, I think more people are showing up that we just don't know about yet. And and you mentioned, who was it? Somebody mentioned Tony Kim. Last week yep. we, did, we, did, we did an interview with Tony Kim uh, two weeks ago. He's going to be at booth 1943. But if you want to see our interview with Tony and what he's bringing to Comic-Con, we're going to be putting that on social media here this week, but also you can check out our podcast from a couple weeks ago. And one more comment before we jump real quick. Wait, Brad's? Are you sure, Brad? He said, Entertainment Weekly will be their full force and they're having their party. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I did not know that. They have good panels, though. They they're do. some of my favorite panels. I'm glad I'm glad to see that because once the magazine went kind of kaput, yeah. I was worried. But they, but they just get a really, really good, diverse Happy variety. birthday, Amanda. Happy birthday, Amanda. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. And we are going to kind of go really quickly. Yeah. Uh, um, but I do, do did have to say on, what day are we on? Friday? Friday. Exactly. Two to, Friday. Two, Friday, 2 to 3 p.m. in room AB, 23 ABC, the early Sa San Diego Comic-Con El Cortez Hotel years. I'm going to go check that one out because i listened to the podcast about the early years of, of comic-con it's fascinating it is it was so the years of the 70s were so much edgier than what we are today and i tell you what i don't know how they got by with what they got by with so anyways <laughs> that being said all right katie can you tell us what is in hall h on saturday we're moving into saturday let's cover hall h yeah do you want me to do that and then just say my saturday panels after it sure sounds good okay. perfect perfect all right i'm gonna do this fast okay uh, maybe not Ben fast, but I can do this fast. First one of <laughs> Nobody's the day, Ben fast. <laughs> off the top is the usual WB opening panel of Saturday. 
Uh, this year, they will be showcasing Shazam, uh, Fury of the Gods, and Black Adam. So, obviously, I really want, I'm going to be there. Uh, so Why? I'm going to be there. Of course, I will be there. <laughs> um, Who's going to so be there, Katie? Really, really excited about that. And then, of course, after that, from 11... Wait, 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 Katie, 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 Katie. Who's, the, who's the actors? Who are the actors that are going to be there? Zachary Levi and Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, and it, it, do you mind taking 30 seconds real quick? I, Katie's going to do a video for us this week about getting into Hall H, the wristbands. Yeah. Can you do us just bullet points, just real quick, 30 seconds? Wait in line the night before. They hand out wristbands that have a uh, letter on it. You can either camp out and be guaranteed better seats, or you can leave and come back. As long as you're back by usually 6 o'clock in the morning, you are guaranteed a spot in Hall H. I think, it's seven, I think it's 7.30 this year, 7.30 in the oh, morning. Well, okay. That's a little better. You're letting you sleep in. Yeah, I think usually it's 7, but they usually tell you, like, get there by 7, even though it's technically 7.30. But, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember back in the day you could walk into Hall H. <laughs> and also, it's going to be important. That information will be important because of later on in the Saturday day. Anyway, so that's the beginning of the day. Uh, the next panel after that is going to be another common panel for Saturdays, which is House of the Dragon, aka Game of Thrones spinoff. So uh, Matt Smith will Matt be there Smith. for you Doctor Who fans. This will be Woo. a big one. Because people are curious to see what we're going to find out about this show. So they'll be there. Then after that, there is an hour and a half panel covering the Star Trek universe. And this is uh, including Picard, Lower Decks, and Strange New Worlds. So Woo. multiple shows, hour and a half. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of stuff in that in that one. Uh, which I believe would probably be replacing what would normally be Star Wars because they usually like do Star Wars or something else there. Well, Star Wars is usually on Friday. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember. No. Yeah. All right. All right. My camera is freaking out again. All right. Uh, <laughs> then after that, the Sandman yeah. special video presentation and Q&A. So uh, I don't know yet, Brad. Katie, um, Brad is asking if Katie, are you going to Vampire Katie? That's, I mean, Vampire Academy. Julie well, Clutch. I don't know. I, I feel like my vampire shows might have ended with Vampire Diaries, at least for now, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see where the day Fair. takes me. Um, but yeah, the Sandman special video presentation, Q&A at 2.30. Then after that is Entertainment Weekly Bold School. Uh, this formerly is Women Who Kick Ass panel. Um, it has been called, called Bold School because this year they are including women and um, non-binary actors and actresses in the panel. And so it's going to be all their experiences about how they anecdote their lives in in the entertainment industry, specifically as a woman or a non-binary person. So it's always a great panel, always stacked, like I said, because it's another Entertainment Weekly one. But I believe it is formerly that one because I've been to that panel on Hall H before. Mm -hmm. Then the one that people will be sitting all day in Hall H for, Marvel Studios, 5 to 6 p.m. Of course, last time was kind of the the hard hitting one, so it's going to be interesting to see who they bring this year and what they bring. Um, we do have Black Panther coming out. Um, who I think so. Is going. Here's the deal: if they don't bring Shuri out as Black Panther, yeah. it's a wash. They have to. So <laughs> we'll James see. James Gunn has um, tweeted that it looks like Gar the Guardians Star of the Galaxy will be there as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So those two would probably be what they're going to cover. And then, last but not least, the returning panel with Kevin Smith, hour and a half, 6.30 to 8 o'clock at night. Always a really full panel. Obviously, Kevin Smith is a huge force at Comic-Con. Um, I've actually never been to this panel because I'm usually pretty tired after sitting in Hall H for eight hours. So, <laughs> And then, um, as far as my, that wraps the uh, very, very full Hall H Saturday, as it always does. 
there's so much stuff going on Saturday. I don't know how. Saturday's huge this well. year, yeah. Um, but one I found right before the podcast, and I absolutely screamed because I was super excited, was Conjuring Kesha, Supernatural Talk with Global Pop Superstar. It's in room <laughs> 6 BCF at 4 o'clock. Apparently, she is coming out with a Supernatural docuseries for yep. Discovery Plus launching on July 22nd. She has sex with ghosts. And it's what? her talking about <laughs> all of the sneak peek into this show. And I I love Kesha. Emily knows it is, she's a guilty pleasure. I love her music. I, I'm going. I It just sounds so much fun. There's also in the Indigo. Wait, I love that Ben didn't even crack a smile. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I mean, I like her music enough that I'd be curious of like, yeah, so what would this be about? I know. I'm super curious as well. Yeah. No, she and actually then, has talked about how she has sex with ghosts. Oh, you were being for real? Yeah. He was being serious. Wait, what? <laughs> she talked about it on talk shows. That's a thing. Huh. Interesting. Well, she's not the first person. I feel we've heard other people claim as such, but um, yeah. it's interesting when it's more famous yeah, person. But, but, you know, I'm sure she'll... I mean, I could say... It's Wasn't that a storyline on Grey's Anatomy for a while? I think so. Maybe. Sorry, guys. Sorry, the dog <laughs> is scratching my leg. I'm like, sorry. Okay. All right, keep All going, right. Katie. Next, Resident <laughs> Evil season two, Indigo Ballroom. I never got to finish season one, but if you have not seen Resident Alien on YouTube, I believe. Oh, Resident you Alien. You said. Yeah, evil. I heard Resident Evil. I was like, oh, what? I'm sorry, I keep alien. saying evil. I meant to say Alien. I keep saying evil because my brain just automatically says evil after that. Anyway, Resident <laughs> Alien. I think it's on YouTube, if I remember correctly. No, it's a Resident Alien. That's on sci-fi. Sci it's a sci-fi it's... channel show. Wasn't it originally on YouTube? No. No, it was sci-fi no. the whole time. Alan Tudyk. Oh. It's one of their biggest shows. Yeah. So yeah. Alan Tudyk and Nathan Fillion are both yeah. at Comic-Con. Yeah. What well, do you I'm think, really guys? Because I love, we, I've only been able to watch the beginning of season one, but we absolutely loved it. So I'm hoping to finish it. Super excited about that. And then, Emily, do you want to talk about the next one? Which one? This one? Oh, the end is nigh with Bill Nye. <laughs> I freaking love Bill Nye the Science Guy, and he's coming out with a new show, and I'm really excited. <laughs> basically, the short, the store, it, uh, it's it was uh, created by him and Seth MacFarlane, and it's basically a series that has Seth's humor sprinkled in, and it's a series that explores on the on the world scenarios with Bill Bill Nye at the center of it. Basically, it explores um, natural disasters. And how we can prevent them, etc., like that. And it sounds interesting. And I love Seth MacFarlane, and so I think it'll be really funny. So. Brad, I already sorry. Brad just commented about ghosts. I already talked about ghosts earlier. It's yeah. one of the best shows on TV. Yeah. <laughs> and they have um, an offsite. They they have an offsite for ghosts as well. Yeah. Uh, next one, costumes of the Obi Wan. Pretty explanation. Explan uh, explanatory. explanatory. Room ten. Uh, 4 30 in the uh, afternoon and then this one hosted by friend of the con guide the, this panel will give you emotional damage <laughs> bad job impersonating that uh hosted by tony kim uh basically it's uh you, <laughs> yep. it's at 5 ab at 5 30 youtube and tiktok are giving voice to a new generation of hilarious provocative and stereotype challenging comedy drawing hundreds of millions of views and increasing agent re representation in the global entertainment industry it's going to have the guy um it's his name is Stephen he uh who does the emotional damage TikToks that i'm sure you guys have all been familiar with except for probably uh jim 
And it's also going to have... You don't uh, know. Uh, Ian Bogg, Alan Chow. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Ian Bogg, Alan Chow, and Jeannie Weenie. Um, for an hour of fun, insights, and unexpected laughs, and is moderated by, like I said, by Tony. So not only what did the name catch my eye, which we were talking about earlier, how a name can really catch your eye, but then I saw that Tony Kim was uh, moderating it, and I was like, "That sounds like a win-win in my yeah. in my opinion." So Tony, he's great. Katie, yeah. the best part about that guy who says emotional damage, he's Irish, so he's he's uh, Asian yeah. Irish. And so when he just talks normally, he has an Irish accent, but he does yeah. this really heightened, like Asian, yeah. I'm not sure what region it's supposed accent. to be. Yeah. yeah. This really stereotypical Asian accent and, when he does the character. Oh, it's like, so funny. I like this, this panel too, because as much as we all hate the time suck that is TikTok, there is a lot of Asian comedians on TikTok and a lot of Asians making content on TikTok. And that's amazing. And they are on top of it. So I think it's going to be a fun panel. Good, good, good. I was going to say, speak for yourself. Hate it. No, I'm like, yes, yeah. I love TikTok. Katie, yeah, I, here's the deal. The I'm fact sure. that it, it's a time suck, I don't think we hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. And As if we, you don't like your timeline, you just need to train it better because yeah. the algorithm is showing yeah. you what it thinks you want. Mm -hmm. So if you don't like it, keep swiping. Yeah. Kate, um, yeah. Carrie, oh, what about Masquerade? Oh, so sorry. What? Oh, that's right. Masquerade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Eight o'clock, ballroom 20. It's a, it's a tradition. The masquerade, of course, you can't registration is done for the masquerade. If you haven't registered yet, you can't register, right? Yes. Okay. They, they, they already, people already know they're competing. You can get, you can get tickets earlier in the day uh, at outside bottom 20 to basically kind of like guarantee your spot. Otherwise they do have overflow rooms. Etc. I got to tell you every year I've been like, anytime I want to walk into the ballroom 20 to see the masquerade, I always can get in. I don't understand this. It's never been so full. I can't get in. Like I, it's always in the back, but I've always been able to get in and then they it's get, eight, I, I love, they have the sales pavilion with the food and snacks and drinks that night. I, it's a fun time. The masquerade is always a fun time. Carrie for Saturdays or anything sticking out on Saturday for you. Uh, well, we just mentioned the Dragon Ball super one <clears throat> earlier, but I uh, no, it's interesting. I was going to say like behind the scenes for people of, uh, for my attendance for Comic-Con is press is a different route of going to press rooms. Yep, and yep. so I haven't even looked at the panels as much because I'm like, well, I need to know when I'm interviewing people and then I'll be going that way. But Are there's you doing some oh, press interviews, Gary. Uh, we submitted, so we'll see what we get back. Um, but cool. there's a lot to be excited about. And then, but hearing Ben talk about ghosts, I'm like, so how many episodes could I binge in time and be prepared? I know. You might, um, I think it's like 10 or 12 or something. It's okay, maybe. a lot of fun. Okay. Well, we'll see that. It's one of those like, so um, behind the scenes for people watching as press, you get it, you get these press releases of like, here's the stuff and you go, yes, we want to cover it. And then they'll let you know if you get it or not. Right. Um, so there's a few shows I'm trying to catch up on already. So we were mentioning Star Trek and I, I'm, I'm really liking Strange New World so much. Yeah. It's such a good show. I'm not done yet with the season, but it's like, if you've never watched Star Trek, this is really a good one to get on. Uh, you don't need to know anything, and it's just a fun ride, and just everything about it is great. Tom Parham, um, who is a specialist in Star Trek, he wrote his PhD on it and everything, and he's, he's all things Star Trek. He says, Strange New World has the secret sauce of what makes Star Trek great, and it is yes. like a, it's a return to form for Star Trek. So that's Agreed, yes. agreed 100%. I love like, it. The casting's great. You have really good-looking, cool-looking people to look at because, I mean, it's a visual medium. But, like, the quality of the 
production is just so good and the characters are great. The diversity and variety of crew members and like situations is really exciting. And so it's just like, it's such a good show. All right. But so I'm excited about the Star Trek one, but I think that was on Friday, but yeah. And I, I got to say this just real quick before Ben jumps in two panels that are just kind of like sticking out for me um, on Saturday. Weird. This is in room 10 Hemingway in comics at 1130 Heming, it's the book. This is a book and exhibit on the pre on preview now at the Comic-Con Museum. It's an exploration of what it means to be a pop culture icon and how that image can change over time. Hemingway has appeared in 120 plus comics. I think this is Ernest Hemingway, but the description just says Hemingway. I don't know what any other Hemingway Maybe? that might be. There's only one Hemingway. Yeah, I know, so, but yeah. the Hemingway in comics. Okay, you got me. And then this one's kind of old school, but I love it. Ray, Forey, and Ray, before they were famous, Ray Bradbury, Forey mm -hmm. Ackerman, and Ray Harryhausen were three boys who saw movies together, traded magazines, and rode the red car all, all over L.A. We all know who Ray Bradbury is, the, you know, and the Ray Harryhausen is the famous stop-motion um, guy who made some of the best movies. And But Forey Ackerman, he's the, he was a publisher and writer of science fiction. He's the guy who published... Um, Famous Monsters of Filmland. I'm definitely going to check this one out. This is something, it's a niche kind of like a interest, but that's what I love about Comic-Con. You find stuff you don't find other places. Ben, what do you have? All right, this one's the shortest one yet, and then I didn't even cover Sunday. So no uh, we'll run through this real quick. Saturday, 10 a.m., a look back at animated series from the 80s in Room 9. Very excited about that. Nice. Some of the best animated television, like it was revolutionary at that time. 10.30 a.m., Women Rocking Hollywood 2022, multi-hyphenate female filmmakers in room 5AB. I'm nice. stoked about that. Uh, 11 a.m., over 30, cosplay. Costuming and cosplay advice for the mature cosplayer. Old, that's me. Okay, let's go. Over 30. Hey, cosplay's for any age. I know, but, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, I'm over 30. I'm a mature cosplayer now. Right. Uh, like, are you though? Uh, they've moved the mature the is a key word there. I don't yeah. know. But I will say <laughs> someone that you you've seen them at cons, I always love there's like a really cute, more like senior old, little old couple that's adorable and they cosplay together. Yeah. And yeah. you're just like, you are yeah. precious. They're amazing. Love it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that panel is in 10 and 11 in the marquee. 11.30 uh, a.m., The Simpsons in Ballroom 20. Uh, excited about that. 11.30 a.m., this one sounded interesting. The Science of Spider-Man and the Multiverse in 24 ABC. Interesting. Uh, 11.30 a.m., Magic. Learn to play magic, which if you don't know how and have been fascinated by the concept, that's a place to go. That's in uh, the Pacific Rooms 20 and 22 in the Marriott Marquis. Noon, G4's epically triumphant return to SDCC in room 25 ABC. Uh, 12.30, the future of Doctor Who in 29 CD. Uh, 1 p.m., comic books and music. I thought that sounded interesting. That's in 23 ABC. Also at 1 p.m., get ready for living in orbit. Private space stations are here. That's in the grand 12 and 13 in the Marriott Marquis. And also at 1 p.m., Mandalorian under the helmet, grand 10 and 11 in the Mar uh, Marriott Marquis. Uh, 1.45 p.m., Boom Studios, Discover Yours. That is the uh, Boom Studios overarching panel on uh, everything that they are presenting from there. Let me stop for a second. If you guys haven't been to the Boom Studios panel, it's an amazing panel for, for independent comic publishing. They have such a diverse panel, so many different things. They have some IP that they develop, you know, Power Rangers and whatnot. But the Boom panel, I, I, I love going to that panel. It's such an exciting panel. 
that is in 6DE. Uh, 2 p.m., Anne Rice's interview with the vampire, Ballroom yeah. 20. Uh, 3 p.m., The Orville, uh, Ballroom 20. Uh, I'm going for that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 4.30 p.m., Race, Gender, and the Comic Book Medium, 24 ABC. 5 p.m., I love the title of this one, U.S. Space Force, Reality versus Imagination, and that is in Room 11. Uh, and then at 5.30 p.m., I thought this one uh, we should all go to as a group. 5.30 p.m., Classic Erotic Comics, A Closer Look. I'm uh, there. That's in Room 29 CD. Why as a group? <laughs> uh, all go through that as a group is, is what I'm saying. Um, well, just saying there, there's a pa- uh, they've changed the name over time, but a long time for Animax, but they had a hentai worth watching panel, and that one with a whole crowd of people is just very interesting experience. Just I saying, bet. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I got. I, I don't have anything for Sunday except for Morphin Time. All right, we're going we're gonna to jump to Sunday, but really quick, Ballroom 20 on Saturday. It is the animation domination from Fox, Simpsons, American Dad, Family Guy. They're all going to be in there, the Orville. But I'm excited that the players of Mythic Quest, creator, executive producer, and star Rob McElhaney is going to be there for Mythic Quest, which is on Apple+. Plus. It's a funny series. I so wish they were doing it's an It's Always Sunny panel, but you know what? If we can't get It's Always Sunny, that we do have. Carrie, do you have anything before we jump to Sunday? No, Critical Role is also at oh, yeah. Bottom 20. That's going to be a massive one for mm-hmm. anybody who is in the D&D community slash anime fans. Uh, critical Role, the cast of Critical Role will be there. And Emily, I don't want to pass you up. Did you have anything that we have not passed uh, hit on yet? No, I think we pretty much hit on everything that I saw. <laughs> All I want to say is I'm laughing at Ben's uh, private comment. All right. So... <laughs> Anyways, so let's finish up strong on Sunday. Ben does not necessarily have something on Sunday. Hey, Carrie, do you have our um our Google Doc with in front of you? If um, not, no, don't worry about it. I'm gonna do it. I'll I do, can it. do it. I have Sunday too. Or what about Emily? Me? Emily can do it. Emily, Emily, can, Emily, can you tell us what Call H has in store for Sunday? Okay, the okay, first panel <laughs> coming up at 12 p.m. A very late panel with the Mayans MC screening and QA. Never seen it. Don't know much about it. Motorcycles. It's a spinoff of um, what's Sons motor- of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. Spinoff of Sons gotcha. of Anarchy. And it's there every year. It's a weird Comic Con fit, but yeah. So is so is Abbott right. Elementary, which I love. <laughs> All right, one fifteen um, is what we do in the shadows. Exclusive screening and Q and A. I've only seen like the first episode of that show. Oh, it's so good. So I'm going to sit down and watch it. Um, And then 2.30 to 3.30, if you can't get into the Power Rangers panel, go over to Hall H. It's Funko. (laughs) They're doing a uh, Pop Talk Live. Um, Brian Mariotti and Mike Becker, right? Yes. I could not remember his name for a minute. (laughs) It's <laughs> not like I met him multiple times. Um, Mike Becker, they're going to be uh, taking over Hall H for a live session of Pop Talk. Um, they're going to be interviewing Rosario Dawson, Simu Liu, and William Zapka. That's a huge panel, and it's it kind of crazy. Funko. This is the first yeah. Funko panel, isn't it? It is, and for those of you who, who don't know what Pop Talk is, Pop Talk is a new show that they have mm-hmm. been doing over their social medias where – the uh, celebrities have a conversation with someone um, from the Funko team, an interview of sorts, but while they're doing that, they get to uh, build their own pop. So out of the pieces mm-hmm. that you can only do at Hollywood, they're able to do that while they do the interview. Yeah. So that's what that's that cool. Is. 
They're pretty there exciting. Is, and they also updated it today. There is going to be apparently a giveaway. Don't know what it is. Oh, yeah. But there's going to be a giveaway. Hey, Katie, can I ask you a question? What time usually was the Supernatural panel? 11 o'clock in the morning. 11. So Brad has done a photo shoot with Drake Rogers from the new Winchester show. He did it this past week. And he said he thinks that they are taking over the Sunday Supernatural slot that they held not for years. Not yet, so they we'll haven't see. announced it. By the way, so. we are not making that as an official announcement. This is something. Yeah, this is hearsay. Speculation. But that, w- but that would be cool that we, if that we were the cool. ones to break that story. <laughs> but at the same time, I would be like, oh, but like it's it's Supernatural, but like, no, you know, we'll see. But, Jeff Nichols is the he's the executive producer and the narrator of the show, so he should probably be there as well. I'm surprised, but he's not there for the boys. If he were, that would have made a natural you know, fit. I wish Emily and I are livid that the boys is not there. Like I know, so mad. Like I get that the series just the, the season just ended, but we're sad because we absolutely love that show. This season was unhinged, but it is what it is. Um, it was, but uh. <laughs> I don't have any panels that I have for Sunday um, on my notes, but there is a signing. They might come a special surprise. Yes. All right. Go ahead. What what were you saying, Katie? About a signing on the floor at the Z2 Comics booth. Jason Derulo apparently wrote a graphic novel and will be signing on the floor. No details yet, but, but I'm assuming that it's a buy the comic book get into the signing type situation it's at 11 a.m at booth 2621 can you bring everybody up to speed who jason derulo is singer jason derulo the hip-hop artist jason derulo (laughs) r&b hip-hop r&b i guess would be a better anyway he always says his name in his songs like every single time but this is what this is about because i have it's just i can't read the whole thing i'll just read it real quick it's from the mind of Jason Derulo comes a chilling version of the fu- vision of the future. When the U.S. government breaks up a planet-killing asteroid in orbit, the consequence is a hall of meteorites that plunges the Earth into a new ice age. Decades later, humanity is at the brink of extinction. Tribal hunter Uzo uses his enhanced uh, physiology and dual hatchets to protect his village and the nearby temperature region uh, created by an asteroid fragment. Elsewhere, a splinter militia controlled by a cruel leader known as only known only as the major seeks the uncanny or within the meteorites meteorites that destroyed society as we know it. The major will stop at nothing to recover as much as possible, even if it means destroying Uzo's village. Plus, the mystery of Uzo's powers revealed. Hashtag who is Uzo? Polar opposites go to war in Jason Derulo's Uzo by Anthony Piper and Eric Coda. But he is an author of it. So random. But you know what? So random. I'll probably try to stop by because you, you find out about all these people who wrote graphic novels when you go to Comic Con. They're just like at the booths of that particular comic signing. So, all right, hey, I'm gonna hey, go try to meet Jason Derulo. So. Hey, Carrie, what does Sunday look like for you? Yes. Well, I was gonna say I gra- I had it. Oh wait, there it went. I had the program. <laughs> the uh, item. Wait, did we cover the ballroom twenty for Sunday? Not yet. Okay, there we go. So 11.30, Behind the Bricks with Lego Entertainment, which that could be really interesting. Okay. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Like, yeah. we all know what Legos are, but, you know, get some insight into that world. It'd be cool. 12.45, uh, Light Your Screening. So if you were looking forward to seeing that film. So that's like, ooh, okay. That, that's kind of significant because it's still in, 
Is it still yeah, in theaters or is it on Disney? Right? Yeah. That uh, it, what was that? I'm, as far as I know, it's still in theaters. Yeah, so that's a neat way to see it at Comic-Con. And like yeah. that just seems more special in a way. Uh, and then this one, I haven't done it at Comic-Con, but I went to a special screening. I think it was probably in Pasadena or something. But at 3 p.m. is the Buffy. This one's the 25th anniversary. So the Once More with Feeling an Interactive Whedonverse Musical. Uh, I haven't gone to the one at Comic-Con, but if it's like where it was somewhere else, but I would think so. You get little goodies. You get to have props and it's very fun. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a very oh, entertaining awesome. experience. And I everybody sings along. It's been 25 years. I, I saw have. that. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. Ben, we like your co-host. Right? Oh, they, they were wrestling. They were getting <laughs> yeah. a little... Yeah, the dog getting fancy. Ours is yeah, too, mine, right? mine's <laughs> hiding somewhere. I have a I have an eighty pound dog and a sixteen pound dog, and they're matched pretty closely. So fair, yeah, yeah. If I were to suggest something for Sunday, I'd say uh, at two forty five, come to the uh, Power Rangers twenty ninth anniversary special panel that Ben is hosting for the Con Guy, and then at four o'clock. After that panel, head on over to full-time creative on a part-time schedule and check it out. Hey guys, yes. we have got to wrap up here. Is there anything that we have missed? No, but I was going to say shout out. I met Brennan Mejia. Mejia? Is that how you say his name? Mejia, yeah. Mejia. I met him at Anime Expo and I was like, I've seen you on the con all the time. <laughs> Brandon, he has one of the best people. He's so kind, so nice. And it was funny because he came to, was it WonderCon? The first time we had him, or one of the first times we had an in-person panel with him. And he showed up in a Spider-Man outfit. Nobody knew who he was, but he was doing all kind of acrobatics and jumping around and everybody was taking pictures with them. Nobody knew that it was Brennan. It was, it was really cool. Um, okay. I do have to say real quick before we go, where, where do we go? Jake Jerry was on, was in the comments tonight when we're celebrating 1982. Don't forget Halloween three. I agree. Halloween three is a big one for that year. And Jake Jerry did say this super seven just announced a ton of awesome exclusives for comic-con this year awesome godzilla stuff i gotta go check it out but we are doing a special exclusives podcast with jake and luke coming up later this week so make sure you guys check that out all right my name is james d fry on instagram you can check me out on the con guy who do we have right here to my i don't know what my left is what i'm pointing but <laughs> uh, it's me one of the con girls kt underscore christine you can find me on all i'm used to going that way all right uh on all social media at that as well as tiktok and twitch when i go live which i have not been on very good <laughs> at twitch lately but hopefully eventually i'll get back to it uh and hopefully posting also more stuff on the con girls over the san diego comic-con weekend uh con girls is our sister network where we talk about all things from a female perspective and female driven content etc etc and then and then I'm Emily. My Instagram, I don't have, I have Twitter. I don't use it. It's out at M, M Gibson girl. Um, I'm also on con girl as well. And one of the con girls. And I'm really glad you guys let me come on to the show tonight. It's been a lot of fun. I'm so glad you came on. Emily. Yeah. She also just made a TikTok. I did. I just created a TikTok with M Gibson girl. I haven't posted anything and I've barely opened the app, but I got one finally. Oh, can I say something real quick? We, we started a new TikTok past week called the squirrel freaks. We have these squirrels on the back porch. Right. It's so awesome. You've got to go check out the squirrel freaks on TikTok. All right. TikTok, not TikTok. TikTok. Carrie. 
Uh, yes, uh, I'll have to go look up your account. Yes, you can find me everywhere on social media, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and TikTok at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. I uh, have fun content from Anime Expo. Steve Aoki saw his concert live. He did a whole One Piece uh, remix, and there's some other ones I'll be posting, as well as fun stuff on Twitter and Instagram. So go check it out. Awesome. Please send that over to us, Carrie, and we'll make sure we post it on the website here as well. And Ben, before you close us out, I just wanted to know, everybody know, NBC Universal, which a lot of people didn't think were going to Comic-Con this year, they are going. They are taking over the Gas Lamp Plaza and Tin Fish Restaurant, and they're going to theme it to shows um, Quantum Leap, La Brea, Chucky from Sci-Fi, Resident Alien, not evil, Reginald the Vampire, Vampire Academy, The End is Nigh, and The Resort, a cool new show. So that is what you will get when you go to, um, was it the 10, 10, 10, 10 cup, 10, 10, 10 roof restaurant right there at no, the, Bay, the Omni Resort. All right, yeah. Ben, if you can take us out. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for watching the Con Guy Happy Hour tonight. Uh, we are on that hashtag shows network uh, brought to you by our sponsors, Neft Vodka, uh, reminding you to please drink responsibly, as well as toink.com. And uh, again, this has been the Con Guy Happy Hour. We're so stoked uh, to hopefully see some of you, our viewers, out at San Diego Comic-Con next week. Uh, I believe we're going to have another show next Monday. Is that right, Jim? Next Monday, it's our wrap-up show and about all the parties and off-sites. All right. So tune in next Monday night for that. And uh, everyone, my name is Ben Cleaver. You can find me at B-E-N-K-L-I-E-W-E-R on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I've only posted two videos, but you can look it up there. You can also look up the hashtag BK421. I generally tag most of my posts with that. I've been too active recently, but I'm going to try to you know, re-gear that up. Uh, again, my name is Ben Cleaver. This is the con guy. And the reason I'm always drinking out of this red cup is because whenever Ben Cleaver shows up, it's always a party. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Con Guy Show, the official program of theconguy.com. Find us on the Weavy Geeks Collective or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And now on sci-fi.radio, Saturdays at 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific, both a.m. and p.m. That's 9 o'clock Greenwich. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.